this is Gabriella Wilder, mindset junkie and obsessed with living my best life. I will be teaching you to be the wildest, most raw, and unedited version of yourself and to be unapologetic about it. You are a wilder one, you are a rock star, and your dreams can manifest into your reality. Here's your weekly dose of inspiration, woo-woo tips and tricks, and affirmations to make you feel super high vibe. This is the Live Your Wildest Life podcast. Happy Wednesday, babes. I am so excited for episode four of the Live Your Wildest Life podcast. I can't believe we are already here. I'm so excited. And this week, I have such an amazing interview with Alina Iwana, who is a spiritual healer, an intuitive channeler, and she's a mentor. She is so insightful, so inspirational, and we dig into astrology. We dig into how to know when it's a sign from the universe and just sort of gratitude and everything in between. It is such a powerful interview. I know you guys are going to love it and be just obsessed with her as I am. I went to her originally um, as an astrologer, which is one of her many talents, but she also uses her intuition to connect to higher self. Um, She uses tarot cards and she uses this really cool coffee that she'll explain um, in the interview. You guys are going to love her, but before I get into the interview, we're going to do this week's woo tip of the week um, and affirmation. Our journal prompt this week is within our woo tip of the week, but once again, like always, they will be in the show notes. So don't worry if you don't have time to write them down if you're driving. Um, everything will be written down in the show notes for you. Okay, so for this week's woo tip of the week, I'm going to tell you guys three things that you can do before bed so you can manifest in your sleep. Literally, these are some of the easiest things you could possibly do. And um, it creates such a big change because you're getting into a pattern, you're getting into a ritual, and you are connecting to those things that you do want to manifest. um, And you're acknowledging them. And then you're like putting it into practice. So it's also really good to do these things before bed because when we are sleeping, we are in a subconscious state and our minds are the most um, susceptible, I guess, when you are in your subconscious state. So if you are saying things or doing things or feeling things right before you get into that state, those things will stick into your subconscious mind a lot easier than if you're doing it during the day. Um, And that's sort of what, the key is to manifesting, is to completely rewire that subconscious brain of yours that is telling you all those beliefs that you can't have it or you won't have it um, or not to trust in the universe because of external sources or forces. So you want um, to sort of just end your day with positivity and those affirmations and just sort of these tips that I'm going to share with you so that way um, the last thing on your mind before falling asleep and getting into that subconscious state is manifesting exactly what you want for your life and those desires. Like you guys are going to love these tips. Oh, okay. Let's get in them. So the three tips for manifesting before bed and in your sleep is number one, get into a high five state. I know people say that a lot. Um, and like, we are all vibrations. We all have energy. And when people say high vibe, it just means like your energy is high vibe. It doesn't mean you have to have an amazing day every single day. It doesn't mean that you're going to be in the best mood every single day. That's not what high vibe is. Um, high vibe is just the energy and the frequency that you yourself are putting out there. So even if you are having a bad day or a bad moment in the day, you can still be high vibe. I think that's something that's like not um not talked about a lot so yeah just get into a high vibe place and this will vary for each person like in the mornings um to get me high vibe I like put on really good music and I dance around while I get ready like for me that just starts my day off so positively and then at night um I do like to just like decompress and I like to be a little bit more mellow and not so like upbeat like in the mornings. And so at night I'll like put on some music, um, 
I'll read a book before bed. Um, so I just sort of like do anything that like keeps that high vibration, but also like doesn't make me hyper wired so that way I'm actually able to fall asleep. So mostly I'll like put on a guided meditation. Um, I've been finding a lot of really good ones on YouTube. I've also found a lot of really good ones on this new app I found called Incent Insight Timer. I'll write it in the show notes. Um, it's really good. They have a really good um, array of like free meditations and free guided meditations. And for me, because my brain doesn't really shut off, guided meditations are the way to go um, for me personally. So it's such a good app for that. But um, yeah, so that's sort of just how I get into like a high vibe place. Um, I'll either read or meditate or both, depending on how much time I have before bed and how much time I've prepared before I actually start falling asleep. So getting into a high vibe place is number one. And then number two, and I just do this on the notes in my phone because um, normally like the lights are off and I'm ready to like go to bed before um, I actually fall asleep. So I just journal on the day that I had and um so I'll just like journal kind of like what was the best thing that happened during the day um what I thought of for the day like any like negative things that came up any limiting beliefs that came up and through the day I listened to a lot of podcasts so it's sort of just like anything I learned in the day or if anything sort of just like hit home um I kind of write that down just so that way I can like look back at it and reflect. So I definitely like write a lot of like my journal entries and my notes like in my notes on my phone. It's just the easiest thing for me personally. Um, but yeah, so like some journal prompts that you can write if you don't know where to start for um, like your journal before bed. Again, you can write like what was the best thing that happened to you during the day and then reflecting on the good things that happened in your day makes you acknowledge every single little good thing that happened so then more good things happen to you um this is actually something that I learned from the book the magic which is like the sequel to the secret and it's like a 28 day um you do something every day for 28 days and then it like basically teaches your brain to like be more grateful and teaches you how to manifest um and this is very similar to their like practice of the magic rock. So um, they say in the book, like have a stone or a rock or something that like means something to you. And for me, it was always my rose quartz. And it's like on my bedside table at all times. Um, and they're like every night before bed, you grab this rock and you just think about all the good things that happened during the day. And you choose the number one best thing that happened to you. And then through reflecting on all of the good things, um, you're basically being grateful for your life and everything that's come into it for the day. And it's so powerful and so amazing. So with a rock, without a rock, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, like the rock is a really good practice because it's like physical and you're grabbing it. But I feel like if you're writing it down, it's just as powerful. So whatever resonates with you. Um, if you don't write your grateful list in the morning, um, like we talk about this in the interview with uh, Alina, but I do my gratitude list in the morning. She does her gratitude list at night. So it all varies on when and where you want to do your list. I do think you should be having a gratitude list every single day, whether you're writing it, saying it out loud. Um, it should be done. So you can start with just like writing five things you're grateful for. Um, you can also write down the things that you want to manifest in your life. I think that is so powerful because you are putting pen to paper and you are basically putting it out into the universe, what you want to happen for your life. And then, like I said, before you, because you're doing this before bed, um, the chances of it ingraining into your subconscious while sleeping, because you're thinking about it before falling asleep is so much greater than if you were to just do this like midday. So you can write like, what are you so excited to manifest the most and why? Um, and then you could write like what I do, like your thoughts and feelings for the day. Um, what did you focus on? Um, were there any things that came up that triggered you? And like, what were those things? And just kind of go into detail. And then you can end with like, what can you do tomorrow that will like make your dreams closer to reality so it's like what steps can you take to get closer to living that dream life of yours 
Um, so those are really good sort of like beginner journal prompts. I mean, at the end of the day, you can really write anything that you want to, anything that resonates with you. Just keep in mind to be grateful and mindful and really write down what you want for your life and that vision for your life and then feel it. And like, it's very, very important to feel it when you're saying it or like writing it down because that's what sets the manifestation in place. Um, and then the third thing, which is like what I have fun with every single night before I go to bed is visualizing. So for me, I have a really hard time closing my eyes and like seeing pictures. I feel things a lot more than I see things. That's just personal. I'm not sure if like you guys can relate to that, but, um, I know a big thing with like manifestation is being able to visualize. So like what I figured out in place of being able to close my eyes and visualize myself in a scenario is I tap into the feeling that that thing gives me. And then the way that I tap into the visualization is I have pictures on my vision board. I have an entire secret Pinterest board um, for all of the things that I want to manifest. And then I just sort of have um, a meditation playing in the background while I'm visualizing and looking at those photos and how it would feel to already have them happen to me. So it's like, okay, I'll give you an example of the types of photos that I have. So I have like the dream farmhouse that I want um, with like the specific paint color and the shutters and like the wraparound porch. Um, so I have a photo of like that specific on my vision board um, and on my Pinterest board. But then um, because I'm manifesting a G-Wagon, um, I want a white G-Wagon. I have a photo of like someone's hand holding the key of the G-Wagon in front of the G-Wagon. So it's like, I'm visualizing that that's me holding the key to go unlock my car. And then I also have a second picture of like someone sitting in the G-Wagon. You don't see their face, you don't see their body, you just sort of see their white sneakers. And um, you see like the Louis Vuitton purse beside them with the Starbucks coffee. And I can sort of put myself in that picture because like I have white running shoes and I'm also manifesting a Louis Vuitton and I love Starbucks tea. So it's like, I can see myself in that photo. I can feel what it would feel like to be that person driving the G-Wagon with the white sneakers and the Louis Vuitton and the Starbucks. And for me, that sort of just like makes my feeling concrete and I'm able to fully visualize, if you want to call it visualizing, how that would be my life. And so for me, pictures are super, super important. But if you close your eyes and you can visualize and you can tap into like things that you want and um, the way you see your life, then by all means do that 100% because that's so powerful. Um, but for me, just because I'm like, I can't see those photos right now um, in my head, I need to like look at physical pictures. And so I just make sure I choose ones where you don't really see the person, but yet you know it's a person. So you can like put yourself in that position and then it's a lot more powerful. Um, so yeah, like picturing your desired life as if it's already yours. Like that's the number one key to manifestation is pretty much just like tapping into your senses, tapping into your desires, how it looks, how it feels, how it sounds. And then like, saying how or feeling that it's already yours. It's like so, so powerful. So I love doing that before bed because it's just so exciting that you're like, this is my life. Yep, all right, cool. Like I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and I'm gonna be one step closer to this being my life. And um, I try to do this every night. I, I'm gonna be honest and say that I don't do it every single night, but I do do it at least a couple times a week. And um, it's made a really big difference. Like New York was on that board and I went to New York and like LA was on that board and now I'm going to LA. So it's like things are happening. Um, and I feel like the more often and the more consistent that you do it, the better it'll be. So yeah, there's your woo-woo tip of the week. Three ways to manifest in your sleep. So easy. Literally will take like 10, 15 minutes. Um, yeah definitely try it out. If you do try it out, um, when you follow us on Instagram, like leave us a little note saying you tried it or like leave us a comment, um, on the bottom of the podcast after you rate and review us and let us know, um, 
if you tried the manifesting in your sleep tips and how they worked out for you and how much you love them and sort of what you're manifesting. I'd love to see what you guys are manifesting. So the affirmation for this week is so on brand. It actually made me laugh after I wrote it. I wrote it and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this makes a lot of sense considering it's like the name of the podcast. It's my motto in life. And um, it's like such, such a good one. So like, let's just revisit affirmations quickly because I know I say this in every episode, but it's like just a little bit of a refresher. Um, you need to actually feel the affirmation. You can stand in front of the mirror. You can like look at yourself and say these affirmations till you're blue in the face. Uh, but until you feel them inside of you when you are saying them, until you get those full body tingles, until you get the excitement of knowing this is your reality, they're not really going to work. You're kind of just looking in the mirror and telling yourself stuff that you don't believe. That's like the number one key to affirmations is actually believing what you are saying. Um, and that's how they hold so much power is through that belief. So when you were doing your affirmations this week, that just try and feel the power of it and feel the energy and feel what it's like to believe it and then actually know it's true and trust in the fact that it's like, it, it already is true. Um, so the affirmation for this week is, my wildest dreams are coming true. So it's a little bit different. There's no I ams, um, but you are just stating a fact and you are just being concrete with it. And it's sort of like a knowing already. Like, yes, I already know that my dreams are coming true. Like there's no doubt about it. Um, there's no like, I basically am trusting in the universe and I'm trusting in God and I know that they're coming true no matter what. So I'm just, I'm here, I'm waiting and I'm just going to keep writing down what those dreams are because I know they're all coming true. So your affirmation again for this week is my wildest dreams are coming true. Guys, it's such an exciting one because it's so accurate and I've had a lot of like DMs from listeners basically saying that this stuff is actually working and they're so amazed and so excited and they just can't wait for more. Um, and that's makes me so excited. And that's sort of like why I wanted to do this because I'm like, it works and I see it firsthand working in my life. So why wouldn't I want to share that with everyone else? Um, and if I can help like one, two, five, a million people in the process, why not? Like, Oh, it just feels so good to know that like other people are seeing success from this too. Um, so yeah, those are the woo tip and the affirmation for this week. Um, the journal prompts are sort of linked in with the woo tip in the fact of um, journaling before bed. So I'll still include the ones that I mentioned just so that way you can write them down. Um, and then that is something that you can reflect on before bed if that's something that you want to do in your journal. Um, but yes, I'm so excited for this interview. Like you guys, I don't think you understand how like, oh, it was so good. Um, so before we get on the interview, if you don't follow me on Instagram yet, go ahead and do that. Pause the episode. Go follow me on Instagram. It's Gabriella with a three. So G-A-B-R-I-3-L-L-A Wilder. Um, and if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast on Spotify or the podcast app, if you have an iPhone and then rate review, um, after you subscribe, rate us five stars, write us a review telling us if you've tried any of the stuff that we've mentioned, if you love our interviews, um, sort of like what more you want us to bring to the podcast each week. And I love reading, um, your DMs. So if you can like leave us reviews on Apple podcasts as well, that would be incredible. So rate, review, subscribe. Um, I love you have the best week and I hope you guys love this episode as much as I do. Welcome! I'm so excited to have you here as a guest. How are you today? Thank you, my love. I'm super excited myself. That's awesome. So for people who don't know who you are, 
tell us a little bit about who you are, what your name is, um, and what got you started on your journey of spiritual healing. Thank you so much. My name is Elina Ivana, and I am professional, intuitive, and spiritual channeler, but also healer and, and a mentor. So my work is consists of me spiritually guiding people. Basically, I do cards readings, Turkish coffee cup readings. I use also astrology, and I'm a healer as well, and a spiritual mentor. I've been advising people for over 20 years, wow. professionally. That's incredible. Um, what got you started into this? Well, when I was very young, I was in my early teens. Uh, I used to do Turkish coffee cup readings because I'm originally from Serbia, and back home, that's a very popular thing. Our European people know that. And uh, so, well, naturally, I was guided to kind of do readings for my friends and family, thinking that was so much fun. Meantime, that was actually very inspirational to those people because they were saying I was dead on, but I didn't believe it. <laughs> Obviously, you know, life has it w its ways, so eventually I started doing this professionally. Well, more so like my mid-20s to my like late 20s. I started really professionally to do readings for people and charge them and everything. That's so exciting. So what tools do you use for your readings and your healings besides the Turkish coffee? Well, number one tool is actually the intuitive abilities okay. to connect. Psychic ability, intuitive, you, there is many ways people call those abilities. But that's that innate intuition. But as a tool, yes, I prefer tarot cards. I use special tarot cards. Um, but everything, regardless of the tool I'm using, like astrology, Turkish coffee, tarot, it's still, you know, that connection that you have. Okay. That ability to channel. Yes. So do you mostly, like, see things? Do you feel things? Like, everything? What, like, what's the most um, intuitive thing that you, like, go on for readings? The most prominent thing for me is clarity audience part, which means I receive messages through auditory. I okay. do see, but it's a thin line when you see you see it. It's more like a motion picture, something flashes in front of your eyes. Okay. That's the way I receive it. Uh, and yes, so feelings as well. I have developed this clarisentient part, which means, you know, through my, um, because I'm very empathetic, yep. and which I believe people that are very empathetic, they receive as well through their senses. Okay. Which I do as well. Yeah. But eventually I've developed that. Mostly clarioaudient part. And yes, like a clarivoyant part too. That's amazing. Um, so I have you on Facebook and every day you post inspirational quotes and messages. Um, are those messages that you hear and receive or are those just your thoughts that you want to share with your followers to sort of uplift them and give them like daily inspiration? Well, thank you for asking that question. Very interesting <laughs> question. Well, the truth is bit of both. Okay. Like some mornings I get up and just I have this thing in my head I wanted to share with people based on, let's say, my experience or work previous day. Maybe somebody interesting came to my office. Which, well, sorry, every day I have an interesting person coming <laughs> in my office. So no, everyone is, I always say all my clients are very unique. My, all my posts are based on experience I have with these people, something that they inspired me. So I'm trying to convey the message. But okay. many times I just get up, my, my brain is blunt, and all of a sudden I just get, oh, write about this, write about that. Yeah, so kind of bit of both. But okay. I try to base on experience with my clients and their readings and, and their stories. That's amazing. Um, at the end of the episode, we'll let all the listeners know how to find you on Facebook. Thank because you. that's the first thing I look at every single morning when I wake up. I like look Thank at my Facebook and you pop up and I just, I have a good start to my day. It's Thank you, my so love. inspiring. Thank you. Um, so I know you said that you do astrology readings as well. That's sort of how we met was mm -hmm. I contacted you for an astrology reading um, a lot of years back. So for astrology readings in particular, um, what else besides your sun sign is the most important thing that you can learn about yourself? Like what else, if you're going to like Google something about yourself and not go to astrology and just sort of like do the DIY astrology reading, mm -hmm. um, what besides your sun sign should you be looking for? That's a great question. Uh, well, I love astrology. It's a great tool. Uh, it's a fabulous tool. Actually, it's been around for like 4,000 years from ancient Sumeria, like many people know about that already. 
Well, I would uh, really recommend for everyone who's trying to kind of double into astrology, learn more or get acquainted more with, you know, the, the synopsis of what astrology stands for. Besides your sun sign, because it's generic, remember, every 12th person in the world is Cancer, Sag, yes. Scorpio, whatever, so on. Uh, rising sign or ascendant sign, but this is only based if you know exact time of your birth or rough time of your birth. Okay. So ascendant sign, the, 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 the second thing, or actually the third thing would be your moon sign because moon is what represents your emotional connection, how you connect to people around you. You know, how are you emotionally? What are your strengths or what are your, you know, flaws that you have? So moon is very important. Okay. So I would suggest, so sun sign, rising sign, moon sign, those three. And like I said, it's all based on your t exact time of your birth. Okay. So that was actually one of the um, questions that someone had for you. Mm -hmm. It was, do you need to know your exact birth time to get an accurate birth chart reading? Okay. Few things. Uh, as a professional astrologer for many years, I have to say yes. Okay. As a spiritualist. Uh, lots of people come to see me without precise time of birth, and I personally don't need it. Okay. Because there is so many information there even without that. But given the circumstances, what I do for a living. But as a professional astrologer standpoint, yes, certain like particulars you have to have a time of birth. Otherwise, okay. you don't know your rising sign. You okay. could be Leo, but maybe if you don't know where you are, then you can just do a guessing, which can be as well rectify. Astrologers know how to rectify people's charts and discover the times of birth. But uh, yes, you do need um, as close to an exact as close time. as possible. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, so, are there things in our birth chart that are always accurate, or can we choose to change our path? Like, are they written in the stars, like set in stone, or can we sort of change that? Well, this is one of these questions that people are gonna agree disagree with me, <laughs> but I'm gonna base strictly on my huge life experience yes. and working experience. Absolutely. Okay. I'm a true believer that God gave us a free will. Okay. So going by, by, by that, yes, you definitely have a right to choose and make your own path. Those stars and planets that are spinning around us and moving for centuries and eos since the God created the heavens and earth, they will never change. They're always going to be bad stars, good stars, bad timing, good timing, bad transition, good transition. So it's irrelevant. At the end of the day, it's what you choose is what's count. What counts? So okay. I completely disagree when people go to someone who does readings, whether astrology could be anything, and tell people that it's set in stone. No, it isn't. Okay. Okay. So even if it shows up on your birth chart, you could change your path. I can just tell you, listen, I've learned, learned over the years from my clients, even from my own chart. I actually have quite a few difficulties in my own my own birth chart, my own blueprint of a soul yeah. that some people might find impossible, but I'm going to promise you I've changed okay. some bad karmas and obstacles that I've had. I worked on myself actually and I've changed it. That's amazing. So it's a true story. Okay. So inspiring. Thank you. Um, okay. So if you're doing tarot or an oracle reading on yourself, so say someone has a deck um, and they're doing just like their own little spread at home. Um, what should they know? Sort of like a one, like a one hundred one. Okay, I'm gonna give a professional advice. Of course, that's guys, why you're here. I gotta tell you, I don't do my own tarot readings. That's I'm kind of rolling my eyes. <laughs> I do not do my own readings okay. because honestly, I'm gonna be very honest. I had never done my own reading. Because I'm connected differently to the energy. If I truly need an answer, I receive it just by asking. Okay. I believe in ask and you shall receive. So in my case, happens that way. I really honestly do not do my own readings. Okay. I used to do my little angel messages from the angel deck, just, you know, for inspiration. Yeah. That I do, but no readings. Okay. But what I can suggest people, because many of my clients do that and works for them fabulously, the best thing is you always kind of read a little. First of all, clean, clear your room, clear your space. Make sure that you're by yourself. Don't bring other energies of other people or animals in the room. That's number one. Clear the room, air out, maybe burn some sage, burn some incense, or just use some kind of essential oils. Focus, like little kind of, I would do first little prayer. Whatever you believe in, you should kind of say a prayer, or just ask God or angels to protect you. And then kind of center yourself, take a few deep breaths, uh, mix the cards, do the spread, and see how your intuition guides you. Okay. Because we are all born with that. So there is no one psychic better than another, medium better than another, somebody knows more than another person. That's not true. 
Some people just have it more pronounced than others. Okay, because they've developed it. Exactly. Got precisely. It. Okay. Um, asked some people on our Instagram for questions for you. But before we get into that, um, because you are so aligned on Facebook and your messages every single day, do you have something that you want to tell the listeners that they should like know for the day while listening to this? Just something to sort of like take with them um, while they're listening to this, like either in their car or in their home, wherever they're listening to, just like a little nugget of wisdom that you want to instill on everyone. Absolutely. I mean, we can stay here all day and talk about it, but I'm going to try to be concise. So, um, well, my biggest message for everyone, honestly, from my heart would be uh, never give up. Every single day, find a few minutes of your time, spare a few minutes of your time to show gratitude, to express gratitude, whether you're writing down or you're expressing verbally, mentally, doesn't matter, on a distance, sending people positive vibes. Absolutely never give up on your dreams or on yourself. And, and my biggest advice for everyone, have faith. Trust God and universe as well as much as you trust yourself. You know, you have to have some kind of faith. And you have to have an anchor to hold you down. Because life is tough, you know. And we get in, you know, swayed left, right, and center. And, you know, sometimes we get stripped off our feet in a negative way. So it's very important that we have this anchor, which I strongly believe is faith, gratitude, and as well, belief in your own self as well is very important. So that would be my message. That's amazing. Um, I know that I've talked about this in past episodes that writing a gratitude list is part of my daily rituals. Every Amazing. morning I wake up, first five minutes I'm writing down Amazing. Um, everything I'm grateful for. And it just like sets the tone for the day and it's just Absolutely. such a good practice to get into. Well, I do it at night actually. Oh, okay. I go to sleep with a thing. So this is also another way you can yeah. do it right before you go to bed because they say while we're sleeping and while we are in our REM, Actually, we, we absorb that. Do you know sometimes when you sleep, if you set an intention, you have a problem, you want to resolve it, you go to sleep, you guides oh, and I angels, look. they work for you, and in the morning you can actually, you wake up with a solution or the solution just manifests. I look at my vision board every night before I go to bed, and I'm just like, Excellent. you're coming to me. Excellent. <laughs> um, okay, so some of the questions that people had for you. Um, does sun sign compatibility really matter in a relationship? So I know there's like that cliche when you meet someone, you're like, what's your sign to see like if you're compatible, does that actually matter? Well, that's a great question because I've studied relationship and compatibilities <laughs> in astrology for years. No, absolutely not. Okay. It takes way more than just the sun, sun sign. And as a, it's a more like a professional technical question. People that they know deeply astrology, they're going to get this more maybe than average listener. But just, in, just to put it very simply, to simplify, mm. basically you take as well people's charts, like a male, female chart or whatever, partner's charts, and then you have to do a thing called a synastry which means comparing all the variables, sun sign, moon sign. Uh, there is many other things that you have to kind of put in in, in um, compilation in order to determine that. So no, sign sign has nothing to do with the reality of people compatible or not. Okay, so like in the back of magazines and they're like, Sagittarius and this sign are not compatible. That's like non-existent. Uh, generically, yes, makes sense. Okay. Even, but be, because they base that on your quality of your sign or whatever. So on the surface, yes, it's true story. Okay. But when you start digging deeper, th that could be completely untrue. But I guess it depends on all your other variables. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Um, okay. So these are pretty much all astrology questions, but... What's the difference between a North Node and a South Node? Well, that's a great question. Again, it's a very <laughs> kind of, um, it's a vast area. We can sit and talk all night. For people that do practice in Vedic astrology, going to love this question because that's their forte. Okay. But uh, in, a, in a Western astrology, North Node and, and South Node uh, represents like your path that you, let's say, um, South Node is connected 
supposedly to your past life paths. Okay. But so I'm saying supposedly because yeah. remember it's a again vast kind of murky waters that we can explore here. But the North Node indicates path in this lifetime, which I always base more on a North Node because that okay. shows a true path because you're living this life right now. Yes. We don't have a recording of your past lives. No. So we always, people remember, focus on the present. Okay. As so well. good. So good. Um, so, but that's a difference, like a past and present, basically. Okay. Where are you coming from and where are you heading? That's what it presents. Okay. I guess like knowing your self-node stuff would be good to just sort of, if you're going through similar things in this life, to know how to get over them. But I feel like focusing right. on that North node so you can like know where you're going is probably better. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Really cool. Um, okay. So I know you've spoken to me a lot about like receiving messages and just being open to that and signs. Um, so how do you know if the sign that you're receiving is actually from angels or the universe? Like, I know I get signs multiple times a day and I'm sort of like getting more into this now. So every time I see something that I know is a sign, I'm like, oh my God, it's a sign. And I acknowledge that. But for people who aren't like that far into their journey yet, how do they know that it's a sign? Very simply. Okay. Yeah, it's a very good question. Actually, it's a complex question, but I'm trying to put in a simple <laughs> way. I'm going to try to express it in a simple way. Um, okay, so number one thing is repetitions. Okay, so like angel numbers. So, well, okay, again, I'm going to be quite honest yeah, with you. Of course. I'm not 100. You see, angels' numbers also have to do with numerology, a lot to do with an occult as well. So it's a thin line. Okay. I used to believe a long time ago that this has a value, but actually I do not believe anymore the angel numbers have any value. Okay. So I wouldn't really recommend people to base their life because it's 1111, because 1111 has a way deeper meaning. And people that study Bible can tell you what 1111 truly means and is nothing what the New Age is trying to promote. So put numbers aside. Okay. I'm talking about when energy wants to talk to you, they don't need signs. They're gonna sh they don't need them in numbers. They will show you signs in the times in the terms of repetition, like you dreaming certain things, you getting feeling around certain people, you keep getting like flashes. It's more I feel mental and physical sign than per se you saw something on a billboard. Although I am one of those two, I see what says on a billboard. Sometimes I get my answer that way. <laughs> I agree. Yes, yes. But the truthful sign comes in a sense of feeling, in a sense of dream or manifestation okay. of some sort. But people remember repetition. If, if Again, what I want to stress out, it's a very important thing. I want to quote something. I believe Oprah, somebody like that, said it once. Every sign is basically like when you meet people. Whatever face they keep showing you, you better believe them, whether good or bad. So if the sign keeps, bad sign keeps showing up, so something is definitely ominous and wrong. Or if the good things keep repeating, like some little nudge trying to push you to go to that direction, take it seriously the first time. Okay, so yeah, like I, my intuition is so strong that like every time I'm in a situation or I'm like feeling a certain way, I have the exact same feeling that's like all over body chills and I just get like a whole, like a tingling sensation and I'm like, okay, yes, I know, I know what you're trying to tell me. And then sometimes I go against that and then it keeps like showing up in my face being like, hi, listen to me. And then that's how like, I know that it's a sign from the universe. Um, and like, for me, it has been like written things in the sense where I'll like log on to like Instagram or Pinterest and quotes will pop up that say exactly what I feel inside that I haven't said out loud yet. That happens to me all the time. And it's like so crazy that I'm like, yes. um, I haven't like, people are like, oh, your phone's listening to you. I'm like, but I haven't said it out loud. It's just an internal feeling or thought. And then it just appears and it happens multiple times a day. And like when things like that happen, I'm like, okay, universe, I see you. I see you. Like, I know what you're trying to tell me. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm so happy that you elaborate on it because that's exactly the truth. And the reason I'm being a little bit firm on certain things, because again, since I was, I've been honest since 12 years old, I, I've been researching. Okay. So we're talking, I'm like a, my mid-40s, so count how many years is that? Yeah. So I've been researching occult, religion, you name it. I've studied from Kabbalah to everything. And ultimately, I have to say, I reconnected to my own faith and, and the spirituality and everything and stuff that I believe. I'm Christian, I'm Christian Orthodox, so, you know, I don't follow like 
you know, I meaning going to church and stuff yeah. like that. But there is other ways that you can follow God and learn about Word of God. And I do have to say there is so much, uh, so many inconcep- um, misconception here. And people actually believe in some stuff that are completely untrue. And I have to say crap. So okay. I would like to do one day show just about signs and stuff just to clarify to people. But yes, that's when I'm stressing out what you said and what I said. They got to feel it has to be something feasible. It's not enough just seeing digital 11, 11. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm trying to yeah. say. And not to be disrespectful to anyone. And, you know, and I, I just want to clarify to people mm-hmm. so they truly know what's happening. Otherwise, they can get swept away. And next thing you know, they're going to be playing with the Ouija board and channeling demons. <laughs> because that's what happens all the time. We, we don't, don't want, want that. that. We don't want that. <laughs> Okay, so a question that I have for you. Um, With the Turkish coffee leaves, what sort of, like, messages do you get from them? Like, how does that work? Uh, Just a little correction. Turkish coffee is like espresso, has grains. Oh, grains. Okay, so it's not like like espresso. You percolate, actually, the grains stayed on the bottom. So when you finish coffee, you turn the cup and the the, the little residue kind of makes those shapes. And it's like a similar, like, leaves. It's just a residue. It's not a leaf. Okay, okay. So, yeah, it's like like any other tool. I mean, I just love Turkish coffee, cup reading. Back home, people usually go by what they see, like, oh, they see a little bear, and then they tell you what bear means, or they see, a, like, a snake. Snake is an enemy. They have those kind of little symbols. Okay. So, people base reading on symbols. That's actually Turkish coffee reading. Me, not really. It's just like... That's part of like that channeling, that vision, like you watching the cards or you looking into a cup. Is that how you start your reading? Yes. Okay. So that kind of sets the tone for the reading? Exactly. It's it's kind of weird the way it works, but it's very instinctual. It's it's up to a person, you know, for you going to work one way, for me another. So we cannot really categorize, you know. Of course. I can just share my own experience. That's amazing. Um, did you want to share anything else about what you do? Um, how you do it? Did you want to like tell our listeners anything specific? Well, okay. I can only add one thing again. We can stay all day, but I'm going to try to be very concise and specific. Well, the reason I'm doing this, uh, I didn't, I never thought that I would be doing this professionally. I have to be honest. I was studying law back in the day that I never finished. So that's another story. Um, the reason I'm doing it, uh, I really, like, I believe that I have this gift to help and guide people. And I say help and guide because I want them to also make their own decision. Yes. I do not want them to box themselves in just because I said something. Obviously, ultimately, it's their choice. So I'm using my gift to, keep, to guide people, to provide them through, you know. Many people come during transitions, usually difficult ones. Um, even in happy times, doesn't matter. People don't need really big reason to come. You know, they just need that initiative, right, to come to see you. So I'm using my best <clears throat> abilities to help them to transitions, to guide them properly, you know, and I always record my readings because I want them to remember what I told them. I want them to have recorded, you know. And it's my biggest intention is just to help them. Okay. I just, you know, to clarify, to guide them, you know, what's happening currently, what the things about to come so they can make the best decisions for themselves. And the most important thing, <coughs> excuse me, I'm trying to be extremely honest. I don't mislead people. Mm-hmm. I don't overcharge people. Obviously, in this business, like any other business, you have to charge. And I'm very grateful, you know, it's exchange of energies, of obviously. Uh, I mean, I, I go about, just to be honest, sincere, help people. Many people want to come see me all the time. That's what I was just going to ask you. No, I usually often? tell them, some people, to all fairness, some people have things like very busy lifestyles. And they have to come more often, and that's okay. But sometimes people just want to come back. I usually tell them, no, wait, maybe another three, four months. You know, don't spend your money. I give you enough information. When things start happening, come back and stuff like that. Okay, because it's like really in like a couple weeks' time, there's not much that can change. Yes, Okay, that was incredible. And so much information in such a little time. Oh my gosh, everyone's going to love this. Uh, So every guest that comes on the podcast, I ask them the same questions just to sort of like dig deep, get to know you a bit better. Um, So what is one daily practice or ritual that you have to do every single day, no matter who's around, like where you are? It's just something that's like you need to do every day. 
Well, gratitude, practicing gratitude, as you said earlier, you do it yourself every morning religiously. So gratitude, just give gratitude, thank everyone, you know, thank God, thank your family, your friends, clients, be thankful. For me, that's a number one thing. Soon you open your eyes and I pray. I personally pray. So for me, praying is important. You know, I always find these few minutes to send a little prayer and thank and, and gratitude combined. Okay. Um, what was something that happened this week that was like a weekly high? Something good that happened this week. Astrologically? Anything. Well, we had a full moon the oh, other day. To you personally. Well, to me personally. Yes. <laughs> what was like a weekly high? Like something so good that you're like, I manifested that. Like I asked for that to happen and it happened. Well, honestly, it does happen all the time. Um, well, I did have a little situation and I needed kind of quick resolution. I was really kind of start to getting already worried. And literally the thing happened the same day. That you wanted like to Like I happen? was saved by the bell. That's amazing. Yes. So I truly believe in power of prayer and manifestation and intentions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but on another note... Every day something beautiful happens to me because I meet somebody very inspirational and that person usually taught, teaches me even more humility and gratitude because I realize how lucky I am or how lucky other people are by they teaching me a lesson through their life story and their readings. So yes, every day something really magnificent happens. Whoever comes to see me, something good happens. That's amazing. And that's a true story. <laughs> um, did you have anything that you needed to learn this week? Like, did you have a weekly low? So we sort of asked, like, what was a high moment? What was a low moment? Something you need to, like, get over? Something you had to, like, face, you had to learn? Oh, absolutely. Every day I'm, I'm faced with something that I need to learn. So <laughs> it's an ongoing process, and and I would be a liar to say that that's not the truth. So every day, is my, every day I meet my new teacher, I can tell you that much. Okay. Every day I learn a new lesson. Uh, yes, you know, I'm, my energy is pretty okay. I'm a very fun person just by nature. So for me to get me something down has to be something really traumatic or tragic, of course. Uh, but uh, I, I really keep it like always like... Light and fun? Yes. All right. Um, what book are you currently reading right now, if you are reading any? A few. I'm actually studying a Bible. Ooh. It's just a story. I love it. And um, I'm reading several books, like about God, universe, like I, I always read like a two, three books. And it's okay. always something either like research, I don't read novels and stuff like that. Okay. It's more research. Okay, any book that you think everyone should be reading that you have read before? Yeah, well, there are many. Oh my God, I'm like a Name book, one. book crazy. <laughs> okay, let me remember now. Obviously, the book that changed my life was Esther and Abraham Hicks' Love, The Law of Attraction. I love the book. And Ask and You Shall Receive an incredible book. Okay. And I'm currently reading a book. <clears throat> it's about God. I forgot. Oh, my God. That's so bad. <laughs> some theologist guy, some doctor written a study about God and how to connect to God and to understand better. I forgot the name. I'm so sorry. It's okay. But yeah, that's what I'm reading currently. Okay. But you're all like Abraham Hicks. Oh, I love it. Abraham okay. Hicks. Yes. Love that. Teachings of Abraham. Yeah. Um, what is your secret obsession? So something that no one else would know about you. Like something when you're home by yourself, you like do or you enjoy or it could be like a food that you really like like just something that not many people know about you i just told you reading i stay up almost all night either i'm listening to my youtube <laughs> videos that i'm following those channels that i love um and as well obsessed with reading and studying about god and I, because this, the reason i'm saying god because when i was young i studied everything else so yeah. now i dedicate my time to study god and understand better about God and, and religion and just the word of God in general. That's what I'm referring to. And I'm being honest. Okay, so learning sort of is an obsession for you. Yes. I love that. Thank you. Well, that's that. our Sagittarius quality. We are both Sagittarius. Yes. You know that, right? Yes. It's, like, it's our life obsession. I'm being honest. Yeah. We Food always, is my obsession every day. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but studying and learning, that's my obsession, yes. Yeah, I literally feel like I'm a student of life every single day. It's incredible. Exactly. Um, okay, so we're pulling it back to like MTV Cribs. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to open your fridge right now, what's mm-hmm. one thing that I would find in there? Tons of things. Like what? <laughs> like one thing that you always have stocked in your fridge. 
Oh, one thing that I always have stocked in my fridge. Like for me, it's corn tortillas. I have tacos multiple times a week. Like there's, they're always in my fridge and pickles. Pickles I have all the time. You got that, right? <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, okay, one thing that is always there, it's Italian. Ooh. Little tiny dry sausages, the spicy ones. Okay, okay. Always there. I like that. I love to eat unhealthy. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Um, okay, and then the last one is what is your favorite stone or crystal? Oh my God, you just hit me right into the center of my heart. Everything, <laughs> everything. Yes, there is one crystal that I'm so fond of. Well, two, but I'm going to choose the very first one, Labradorite. Okay. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with that one. Why? And Tell pirate. us a little bit more. Labradorite is a stone that works for the, with your intuition, with your energy. It's a protective stone as well. It protects your crown chakra so you don't get invaded by any kind of attachments and evil entities. I love it. And pirate. I see you have selenite. That's my another favorite. I do. I love it. I have one on my windowsill too. It gets charged by the moon all the time. I love it. Yes. <laughs> and pirate, obviously, like a fool's gold. Yes. Like a beautiful. I love him. I love them all, honestly. I yeah. do love everything. I have pyrite and citrine um, on my cash register at work. Yes. That's so it. Good. The same. The same. So, so good. good. Attracts money, people. So better get it. <laughs> um, okay. So where can everyone find you? Like, What's your website, your Instagram, your Facebook, sort of the best way to contact you and mm -hmm. stay updated to let everyone know? Well, all social media goes by my by my name, my, my original name, Elena Ivana. So I-L-I-N-A, I-V-A-N-A dot com, or as well, the Facebook is under Elena Ivana, Instagram under Elena Ivana as well. So it's just basically my name. Okay, perfect. And we'll link all of those in the show notes as well, just in case you want to screenshot them and then go give her a follow. Like I mentioned, her Facebook every single day has such inspiring words and quotes, and it's such a good way to wake up in the morning. Oh, may I add just one of thing? Of course, go, go. I just want to say absolutely social media has been great, and I'm so grateful how many people reached out and I meet on a daily basis. But number one thing is power of referral. That's the greatest compliment. That is the reason I don't advertise. So my, my website is just basic, although everybody always go there even though I don't really advertise. But I guess the word finds you. So referral for me is the best, best compliment. Okay. And then if people want to book a reading with you, um, what's the best way for them to contact you? Well, either to contact me through social media or through my website or through my number. My, my, my office number is listed on my website as well. Okay, perfect. And people that refer me, they give my cell phone as well. Okay, okay perfect. That's incredible. Thank you. I hope you guys loved that interview just as much as I loved having her here to record it with me. She was literally such an inspiration and had such good tips and tricks and so much knowledge when it comes to um, astrology and our birth charts and um, like noticing signs from the universe and just sort of everything in between when it comes to like readings and being intuitive. And um, yeah, like it was such, such a good interview. So once again, if you guys loved this episode, go rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate the five-star review and um, you guys leaving us a review underneath, just letting us know what you loved about the episode um, and what you're excited to see or hear in future episodes so I sort of know what info you guys want. And then once again, if you're not following me on Instagram yet, go ahead um, and follow me on Instagram. It's Gabriella with a three wilder. Um, see you guys next week and see you on Instagram. I love you guys. Have the best week.